Hi, and welcome to Real Amigos. I am one of your hosts, Chris. This week, we bring you another installment of Movie Swap. First up is the fictional Beethoven biopic, Immortal Beloved. Did I finally pick a movie that Donnie's gonna like? Well, you'll have to stay tuned. And then, right after that, we discuss Romancing the Stone. Or, if I was in charge, we'd call it El Guapo and not Kurt Russell. But you'll hear more about that in a few minutes. Anyway, thanks for joining us. We're glad to have you. Now let's swap some movies. What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Real Amigos. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and I am joined again by my uh, co-host, Donnie. Donnie, what's up, man? How are you? I'm well, Chris. How are you? Are you well? You don't. You kind of see sound not very well. Yeah. No, I don't have coronavirus. If that's what you're worried about. Okay, good. Um, good. I wasn't. Oh, my okay. wife. Ha- my wife, however, probably does by now. She's on a cruise ship right now. So. So not not really I, advised to get on a cruise ship right now, but you know you got to do what you got to do. Right. I guess. Um. Yeah, that's true, man. That's you right. got to get to that. You got to get to that Caribbean. That's right. Yeah, the Caribbean without your husband. All the right. Great Caribbean in the sky, right? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so, uh, if you're if you're joining us for the first time, Real Amigos is a movie podcast um, where we uh, we talk about movies. Just is it clear? Is uh, it? Though? Well, you know, sometimes okay. sometimes we talk about basements. Um, Mo- mostly, yes. Mostly, yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're actually doing uh, a, um, a type of show that we love called Movie Swap, and uh, it's something that Movie Swap. me and you really love. If you never, uh, if you guys are joining us for the first time, uh, Movie Swap is where we um, Donnie picks a movie that I've never seen, and then he makes me watch it, and I pick a movie that Donnie's never seen, I make him watch it, and uh, then we get together and talk about our thoughts on those movies, and if we if we found value in them, we try to pick movies that have some sort of um, you know either uh, cult following or just kind of like a favorite of ours like for example you know the the classic 1995 mighty Morphin power rangers the movie um which or we just make someone spite watch something that also happens on this show a lot <laughs> <laughs> look everything that i gave you is quality 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 material by your own admission that is fake news that is so. that is fake news that is fake news oh. carry on all right, so before we get, we jump in, let's just talk for for a minute. Um, I took my uh, children to see Onward this weekend. Um, All right, and so real quick, just to kind of throw out, if anybody's uh, you know hovering around seeing that movie, it is a Pixar animated film about two brothers who um, whose dad has passed away. They try to bring him back to life um, with the with the special um, hmm. a special uh, magic. Um, what would you call it? A magic. Uh, Wand. Well, yeah, wand. I was gonna eight, say like a magic. It's like ball. an incantation, is, is what it is. But anyway, they only bring half of them back, so it kind of turns into weekend at Bernie's, and they're trying to get to bring the rest of them back. But he can only be back for for a day. Um, I would say I, I think I, I told you this. It, I I wouldn't consider it top tier Pixar by any stretch. Top tier, of course, being um you know Inside Out and Up and Toy Story. Um. But I also wouldn't consider it, you know, bottom of the barrel. So it's, it's right there, kind of a sweet spot in the middle. I don't think it's as funny as I like Pixar movies to be, but I think it was very, very clever. Um, and it had a lot of heart, and I really enjoyed it. The kids loved it, so it was really good. Um, 
Hey, Chris, Chris, you know what I've never seen? Oh, gosh. What? Inside Out. Listen, guys, uh, if you're watching, if you're listening to Movie Swap, we have Inside Out on the list. In a few weeks, I am going to make Donnie watch what I would probably consider the best Pixar movie to date, and that is Inside Out. And I cannot right. wait till we get there. Um, Donnie, uh, what about you, man? You watch anything good uh, last week or? Um, movie wise, not a whole lot. I um, I had a busy week doing other things. I did finish the show Hunters on Amazon, which is a very interesting show. Um, How was that? Interesting turn. Uh, I would say it's 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 pretty good. It's you know it's it's kind of weird. It does this interesting twist on the. Like on Nazi hunting thirty years after the war, and um, it it has these kind of each episode has like this kind of departure from reality moment where this is all pictured as a as a game. Oh! In fact, the opening the opening credits are a are a chess set of the of the characters, and it's 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 so yeah, it's kind of interesting. Okay, I liked it. I'm it was it was an enjoyable watch. Okay, yeah. Not for it's not for the family. That's for sure. So, <laughs> as as most streaming shows are not, as most Amazon shows definitely are not to my experience anyway. That's right. That's right. But yeah, that's about it. All right. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's uh, get to why we're here and why uh, why you know our dozens and dozens of listeners uh, have tuned in uh, to hear us talk about uh, two fantastic movies. So real quick, just tonight we are going to uh, to be talking about the 1994 film Immortal Beloved, which is a um, a fictional biopic about uh, Ludwig von bon, bon Beethoven, and uh, then the 1984 the dog, huh? Oh, it's the wrong movie. Oh, I thought I was watching Beethoven. You did about the dog, yeah. It's basically the same Bernard. It's basically the same oh, movie. Snap. It's basically the same movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, and then we're also watching the 1984 movie Romancing the Stone, and that was Donnie's pick um, for me. So with that uh, being said, let's go ahead and jump in. All right, we are going to start with the 1994 film Immortal Beloved. It is uh, written and directed by Bernard Rose, stars uh, Gary Oldman and a bunch of people that I can't say their names because most of them are foreigners, and I don't want to butcher their names, but uh, IMDb will tell you who they are. Uh, it was released January 27th of 1995, which we already said. It is a fictional-based biopic um, on uh, Beethoven's life. And uh, the uh, kind of the, the synopsis reads, The life and death of the legendary, uh, legendary Ludwig von Beethoven. Besides all the work he was known for, the composer once wrote a famous love letter to a nameless beloved. And the movie tries to find out who that beloved was. And it's not easy because Beethoven had a lot of women in his life. So there's kind of a kind of a, a, um, a synopsis. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so the question that we always kind of start with is why did we pick this movie? And uh, yeah, there's a, yep. there's a couple reasons here. So first off, I'm a big movie uh, music fan, uh, and, uh, and of course, as a big as a big movie fan, I, I like watching movies that depict um, uh, you know musicians, uh, things like that. But Amadeus is one of the, one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, and it's a great movie. It's much uh, much more in line with uh, with a straight up biography, um, which was great. Um, but I watched Immortal Beloved uh, a long time, uh, a long time ago. Like I was, I was probably still a teenager. It's rated R. I probably shouldn't tell anybody that. But, um, 
but I watched it. I, I just, the music really kind of stuck with me, but honestly, you know, we had talked about, which we alluded to, um, a few minutes ago, I've given you guys a lot of just like really crappy movies over the, uh, the time of us doing movie swap. Uh-huh. So I wanted you admit you admit it. They, look, they, don't they, you dare edit this they, out. They were special to me. All right. All right. I still watch power Rangers every single year. Um, but uh, but I wanted to, to, to pull, pick something that you know that was a little more serious, a little more uh, higher, a little higher quality, if you will, and something that you may you know kind of uh, kind of get a different feel for. Plus, when you said you didn't see it, I thought it would be a perfect kind of fit. So that's kind of why why I picked it. Um, and I I still even watching this back, I still really like this movie. Um, uh, watching it, and I hadn't seen it in, in several years. And there's some stuff we'll probably talk about. Um, it's not definitely not a perfect film, but uh, but I still I still really enjoyed it. So let me kick it to you then. Uh, that's why I picked it. So give me uh, just kind of off the cuff, like first impressions, like overall, what'd you think about it? My first impression is this movie really made me want to watch Amadeus oh, instead. Man, Amadeus is so good. <laughs> Amadeus is such a great movie. But you've already seen that for the record. Or I, yeah, I know. I haven't seen that in a long time, but I want to revisit that now. I will say that um, there, there's that scene, right? There's that scene where he's playing and the guy's like, "This is he's no Amadeus. Um, yes, you know, and then his dad beats him in the head. Um but uh yeah, so yeah even even the movie knew it couldn't. which is a pretty p- pivotal plot point in this movie it, it, is his, it is his youth his youth yes so um i i did not enjoy this movie much okay all right all right <laughs> um i found it to be very slow okay um which I, I i kind of expected but it was slower than i thought it would be yeah it had it had i mean it had some good moments in it. I thought Gary Oldman was fine. You know, he was good. The acting is fine. It, I think here's the problem. I think I'm not a big period piece guy. Okay. I think that I struggle with that. And um, Beethoven, as depicted in this movie, and I'm going to assume it's fairly factual, is not a nice guy. He is, he is pretty much... A, a jerk to most everyone the whole movie yeah um especially his nephew which <laughs> which is uh you know i which honestly uh spoiler i sort of spoiler i thought it was going to end up being the nephew was who oh, the letter was going to okay. be written to okay but then that went then that went awry pretty quick after after that when uh they parted ways pretty uh yes. pretty uh, unfriendly. Yes. You, that, that's a word I just made up. Yeah. Um, I thought that, um, <laughs> I thought the opening scene was really good with the crowd when, when he died and they were like mobbing, you know, the, the gates to try to see him and, and kind of probably touch the casket kind of thing. And it just kind of, it was a good opening to speak to the greatness of the man of, 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 of his work, I should say. And, and that's, you know, we see a lot of that in real life history where people were just, you know, wanting to be a part of that kind of a moment. So I thought it was a good beginning, but then it just kind of meandered and kind of lost me for a while. And and, and I really, at one point I just wrote down, I don't even know what's happening. Like I, I just, I kind of checked out for a little bit. Um, but there was, there's a couple things that I did enjoy about the movie. I thought the death scenes were really good. D- Def D E A F. Um, uh, I thought those were well done. 
when he puts his he puts his head down on the on a piano so at one great. point to yeah. feel the the keys, you know, the music. Yep. Um, and I, and and the way that scene ended was interesting too. When they somebody walks in on him, and he just he's like, "How dare you like take away this like personal, you know, moment for me?" Like that was very intimate for him. Yep. Um, and then when the the first time when it happens to him when he's he's actually leading an, a, an orchestra, he's playing, but then he, he's trying to lead, and it's just I like the way the director kind of muffles everything, and he's just utterly confused and he, I thought they portrayed that really well and it's just kind of heartbreaking you're like oh man even this guy's kind of a you know total jerkweed yeah you just you're like man that's that's pretty rough so that I enjoyed I really enjoyed the the death scenes and then what the movie does I guess you'd say the kind of the I don't know kind of really the theme of the movie when you think about it it's not really so much the letter as it is the music like he the mu- the music not the music the mu- movie takes scenes out of his life and basically s- puts says okay this is what inspired the music yes and there's several there's about probably four or five of those kind of scenes but the one that and I know everybody knows it if they if they watch movies and it's kind of the most renowned one and it's really good is when he runs from his dad near the end of the movie. He, his dad's coming to beat him. He jumps out the window, climbs down, and just is running, like free running, just running through the streets. And he gets into, a, I guess, a lake or a pond or something, and he's just floating in the water looking at the stars. And you've got Ode to Joy playing yes. like in, in, in his brain, you know, and it's like, you know, it's just it's, it's an interesting take. It's, it's a good take. I like that. You know how how it just the director kind of pulls out that hey this is what brought this music on and there's really no factual evidence to back it up but it's a good thought and I so those are the two things I thought were were really good um, I, I kind of thought it was pretty standard stuff other than that so yeah yeah so um so yeah so I'll jump in a, a little bit because I, I I agree I think the death scenes are probably uh, w- one of the better ways that I've seen death scenes be handled, especially yeah, you know, b- uh, back twenty years ago. Um, <clears throat> you know, he as a musician, like it's it's that's everything, and um, right, and yet yeah, to kind of see him lose lose uh, grip of that and to be able to to kind of experience what he hears. Uh, was really really cool. I think my favorite time that that, that it happened uh, is a little bit uh, more towards the end, um, after he goes and finds Carl in a bar and brings Carl out of the bar, and he he kind of gets a little overwhelmed and passes, or, you know, he kind of falls down, and Carl takes him back and he tells Carl, you know, Carl's gonna call the doctor. He's like, don't call the doctor, just play for me. That will help me. And he Carl yeah. sits down and plays, and you can and you and you hear it then from Beethoven's perspective, and he hears absolutely nothing, but he can see his, mm. you know, uh, you know, he can see Carl playing, um, and it's just kind of heartbreaking, right. you know, uh, which, is, yeah. which is really good. Um, I also agree. I think the music was fantastic. The way they they kind of interwove his music into the pivotal moments yeah. of the, of the piece yeah. are great. Pretty much the entire score is just Beethoven, which I mean, right? The movie from Beethoven, it should be, um, which should be, which I thought was great. I think the Ode to Joy moment, you know, was fantastic uh, as well. 
you know, I love that 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 kind of caps right into the Ninth Symphony, which you know when he, he comes up and he's first off, I think I think Ullman does a great job. I think he looks great, and in that scene, you know, he finally gets the thunderous applause. You know, he's kind of teary-eyed, but he still can't hear it. You know, and it's just it's just yeah. equal parts like you know triumphant, but also just just like bitter. Um, I I will say so the movie. So, so what what you said about it kind of meandering a little bit, I, I agree with. I would have liked to seen this director, this music, Gary Oldman as Beethoven, do a movie more in line with Amadeus, where it's telling the Beethoven story. But, oh heck yeah! But what what it really is, it kind of turns into a to like a who done it. Because the entire movie, it, it, absolutely, yeah. yeah, the entire movie is about who is this, and of course, I mean the namesake, right? It's immortal beloved. I mean that's that's the namesake of the right. movie, and so it's about this letter that was actually written by Beethoven to his immortal beloved, and to this day, factually, we don't know who that is. The movie tries to tell tell us who that is, but we don't actually know. <clears throat> and so the movie then goes through this, you know, sort of retelling these his- historical moments and the women that Beethoven has come into contact with to try and um, and to set that story. Let me. Uh, right. So let me let me ask you this: as far as like from, from that perspective, from like a whodunit perspective, did you at any point know who the Immortal Beloved was? I, I know you mentioned earlier you thought it may be <laughs> Carl. Was that a surprise? No. Did you like the payoff? Like, how did you feel about that? Um, I see, this is the problem, man. I didn't have any emotional investment in it at all that the movie didn't do that for me on that note Yeah. on his life and the deafness thing and his, and his escape ism. I bought into that. I didn't, I didn't get drawn into the, who, who the letter was written to. Yeah. Yeah. It did. I didn't really care at that point. Yeah. Um, I did not guess which woman it was. I was wrong about which one it was. Yeah. But it makes sense the way that he treated that particular woman. You're like, well, there's got to be something more going on there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and by the way, um, if you're listening, if you're still listening, we haven't said this yet, and I, I need to remember to say this up front. We're going to spoil this movie. I mean, this movie's 20 years old, so we're not we're not, not going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen Immortal Beloved and you want to know, you know, you can stop now and go go watch, but we are going to talk about it. Um so this is the one big piece piece of fiction. So uh, the actual, and I, I don't know if if after watching it you were you, you went and did any kind of research on Beethoven or or, or not. But um, but ju- just for anybody who may not know, Beethoven did when Beethoven's brother died of cancer, he did get into a custody battle with his sister in law. Um, which uh, so spoilers to the movie, it ends up being his sister in law is is his immortal beloved, and the movie posits. That that the kid Carl was actually their child. Um, she was she was actually um, you know impregnated by Beethoven, um, and then eventually marries his brother, and uh, and so that that's where that comes from. Um, right. But uh, but again, it, it is interesting if you look at the historical facts. I mean, he did fight for custody of the, uh, of of Carl, and he did win. They did a really good job of. And I say a really good job. Obviously, I wasn't there when it happened. Um, but from what we know, I feel like they did a pretty accurate job of, of displaying their relationship and Beethoven wanting him to be a, be a musician and, and uh, you know, and, and, and him kind of keeping him from his mother. And the utter failure of that attempt to make him a musician, apparently. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> as, as was commented on by Beethoven many times. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> At one point in the movie, he comes in and somebody – 
I don't think it's the it's the nephew, but it's a couple other guys are playing, and he's like he's like, what do you think? Another guy says, what do you think? He says, well, I can't hear it, but I'm sure they're making a hash out of it. Like he's just like he's like, I'm sure it's it's garbage. I can't hear it, but it looks just doesn't look like they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I mean, I thought I thought Ullman was great. I thought he had a really good sarcastic wit to him, and uh, and and he, yeah. he played the jerk. You know, I mean, Beethoven. Yeah. I I think you know it's it's pretty commonly known that especially after he started losing his hearing, he just became more and more like withdrawn and 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 sure. you know and uh, I don't I don't I don't think vile is the word, but just you know just really just cold and callous you know to the world. Um, and uh, no, I thought Oldman was fine. I, yeah. I I mean I thought he did a good job. I I I wouldn't say you know it was the best thing I've ever seen, even him do, but yeah. But it, it was fine. I mean, the movie was fine. It's not a movie I'll probably ever watch again. Sure. It's not a movie that I would even necessarily highly recommend to anybody. I probably would have never watched it if you hadn't sent I me know. to watch it. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad it. I put it under my belt. Right. I've seen it. It's it's fine. That's right. That's that's, that's, that's the great best part. I can do. That's the great. That's fine. That's the great part about Movie Swap. The you know the idea is to make you watch movies that you probably would never watch on your own. And so I'm glad. It's the best glad movie that you've made me watch so far. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah, but I made you watch. At, at, I made you watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, so it can't be the best. Correct. Correct. Uh, whatever. Um, I, I will say this, and we'll put a pin on it. Um, I do agree that it meanders a lot. I do think it's a, it's kind of slow and, and kind of plotting. I, I would have liked to seen this movie. Like I said earlier, I'd, I'd like to see this entire cast and everything, but done from the perspective of Beethoven without worrying about finding the woman. I think that would have been a, that would have made a better movie. I, I will say yeah. this is like forty minutes shorter than Amadeus, and felt right. like an hour longer. Um, Agree on that. Yeah, because Amadeus it is felt just very so long. This was yeah. long. It was over two hours. Yeah. Or it was right at yeah, two, right hours. two hours. Yeah, and it and it felt longer than that. Yeah. Like I, like at one point I got I got up an intermission to myself. It was like I gotta, I because I, I was honestly I was kind of zoning out and I was like okay I gotta yeah I gotta refocus because Chris is gonna ask me questions and I'm not gonna know answers. No, no I gotta no, get no. on this track. Is, that's right. That's, this, this we do this more for fun. You know this is this is oh, more about exposure. You know and and I you know we've talked yes. about this before. I love it because I've I've watched movies that you've made me watch that I would have never watched. Um and you know a movie yeah. like what's that Kevin Bacon raping movie. I will never watch that movie again, right? <laughs> it's called Sleepers. Yeah, I will. I don't think it's called what you call. Yeah, it. I will never watch that movie again. But, uh, but I'm glad that I got to watch it, and so I think that's. I think that's. Uh, you know, that's the best we can hope for. So, all right, that's it. That's Immortal Beloved. Um, you know, and uh, I think uh, overall, if you like, I, I will say this: if you enjoy the music of Beethoven and you like kind of a period drama, it, it's not bad. Um, but you know, it's definitely not. It never, it didn't win any awards, and so we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. All right, so that brings us to the other movie that we're swapping uh, today, and that is 1984's *Romancing the Stone*. It was released March 30th of 1984. Um, it was written by Diane Thomas and directed by uh, a name that we're all familiar with, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, man. Um, Zemeckis. That's right. Stars Michael Douglas, Bobby Kathleen Z. Turner, Danny DeVito. And some other people. Uh, the synopsis says a mousy romance novelist sets off uh, to Columbia f- 
for uh, or sorry for Columbia to ransom her kidnapped sister and soon finds herself in the middle of a dangerous adventure hunting for treasure with a mercenary rogue. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so Donnie, uh, you picked Romancing the Stone as uh, my movie. So why don't you tell me why we watch Romancing the Stone? All right, I'll try to tell you why. <laughs> so I saw this in the... This is, here's a funny bit of trivia. So my dad took me and like three of them, well, my brother and a couple of our friends. I was 13 at the time. They were all younger than me. And at the time, Greystoke, the legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes was playing. So my dad went and saw Tarzan. Okay. And sent us to go see Romancing the Stone what? in the same theater. So why didn't you which was see seen- Tarzan? I didn't want to see Tarzan. Oh. It, just, it was a very backward setup. Anyway, <laughs> so this the, this movie, I don't know, it just has kind of a, a place in my heart because I, I, um, it's just it's it's kind of one of the first of its kind. It's kind of a, it's a, it's an action movie, but it's a romance movie, but it's also kind of a comedy, and it's kind of this mix of all those things. And uh, it's dated a little for sure. I mean, when you watch it now, you're like, yeah, it's very special. You know, as with every 80s movie, the music immediately gives away. This is 80s. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but um, but I, I just, the I feel like um, Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner have a really good chemistry. They did several movies together. Um and I don't know. It just kind of has a place in my heart. That was the that was my big uh, movie year, nineteen eighty four, and this was you know one of those. It was actually the number ten at the box office that year. But uh, um, I don't know. I just liked the movie. I, I and I, when I watched it this time, I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I, I liked it. I enjoyed it again, all over again. Yeah, so. it's okay. You're not you're not on trial. It's corny. It's corny. But I, but I like it. I think it comes together. The ending I love. I love the ending. Um, but anyway. Dude, well, yeah. So what did you think of it? Yeah, Give me yeah, some yeah. thoughts. So, I got other thoughts, but let's get your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll go around. Cause, cause this, so this is my first time watching, obviously. That's why we're doing Movie Swap. Um, I will say that – let me give you a little bit of background of just kind of my understanding So so uh, of the movie or, or I guess my knowledge of the movie. The, um, the poster for the movie uh, has um, Michael Douglas – and uh, Kathleen Turner swinging on like a rope. Yes. And there's like a bridge behind them, and there's like the sun shining, and yeah. he looks like a hatless Indiana Jones in the in the poster. Yes. So yes, my does. my entire um thought uh, about this uh this movie he, was that it was looks, just Indiana he Jones. looks thrilled, she looks terrified. Yeah, I, on the poster. Oh, does she? I I yeah. Oh yeah, she looks. Scared. Anyway, go ahead. Wait, anyway, wait. So, so, so this whole time, I thought it was Indiana Jones. So, I, th- I thought this movie was, um, was basically just a knockoff Indiana Jones. So that 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 was that. No, 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 no. That's King Solomon's Mines. Okay. You need to check that one out. Okay. Well, you can add that to the list. Um, so- I will never watch that again. <laughs> go ahead. Carry so, on. So, so that, so that, that's as far as I got. And I was like, well, you know, I have Indiana Jones and this is just Indiana Jones with <laughs> romance. So I definitely don't want to watch this. Uh, so I, it just, it just never really kind of came up, you know, and that's, that's kind of how I missed it. Um, I will say watching it. I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. I thought it was so good. Uh, there's a couple, a couple things. Uh, first off, I don't think I've watched a lot of Michael Douglas stuff. 
Yeah, probably not. And so I think when I think of Douglas, I I think of like Kirk was my Douglas, right? Mid, mid to late nineties, early two thousands. Kirk Douglas. That that he's my Douglas. But I I don't think I've watched a lot of movies with Michael Douglas in. Are it. you sure? Are you sure you have that right? Or is that not the right one? Oh, Kirk Douglas is the dad. That's right. He Kirk just died. Is the dad. That's right. That's right. Kurt with a T, right? No, Kirk, K-I-R-K. Yeah, which one is the one that I watch from Escape from New York? That's Kurt Russell. Oh, he's not a Douglas. Oh, no. You got the wrong guy. I'm all backwards now. Okay. Yes, you are. So I guess so. I guess I don't know anything about Michael Douglas then. Michael Douglas was in Wall Street. I feel like I, I, feel like I get those two basic guys instinct. confused all the time. Well, they're father and son. Are you talking about Michael no, no, Douglas no, I'm and Kurt, about Russell? Kurt Russell? No, I'm, about, I'm talking about Kurt Russell. Yeah, they, no, they were both really big in the 80s. Okay. That, that was kind of both of their heydays. They were in a ton of stuff. Okay. But I, but but, I uh, feel like I gravitate, I guess, more towards towards the Kurt Russell stuff. Because, you know, he's over, oh, yeah. Overboard, right? Escape from New York. Overboard, like those, Escape yeah, from New York. Yeah, those are the movies that I watch. I don't, uh, watching back on this, I don't think I've seen a lot of really anything with Michael Douglas in it until Ant-Man. Because he's Hank Pym. And yeah, that's right. He is Hank Pym. Michael Douglas... Well, here's here's his here's his uh, he was in he was in this this was a huge hit he he was in Jewel of the Nile which was the sequel to this never saw it. he was in Fatal Attraction never saw which it. was a huge hit in eighty seven never saw it and then he was in he was in Wall Street where he won the Oscar for best uh, best actor never saw that and then in and then he was in Basic but wait, Instinct he, which and I never saw that either but d- they did another Wall Street with Shia LaBeouf didn't they and he wasn't he in that one yes, too uh, okay I he watched did that a one. sequel with that. Yeah. Okay, so all the and Michael Douglas movies heard of I've seen are Falling old. Down. You ever heard of Falling Down? Uh, no. Where the guy kind of goes nuts and walks through the city with a shotgun. No, but I want to watch that movie. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, I love that. that <laughs> no, no, Michael Douglas. Even though he looks older and he's a little older in the '80s, but he was he he had just kind of started off his film career. He's he was more of a producer. Okay. And kind of got into the acting thing. Even in this movie, he wasn't going to cast himself. But nobody else would do it, so he took over and okay. there you go. So Kinda who's off things? So who's uh who's Spartacus? Kirk Douglas. So his dad. His dad. Okay. His dad. Okay. Okay. Yep. Who just died like a month Whew. ago? All right. One hundred and three years old. I can't believe that we spent like ten minutes just talking about Kurt Douglas. Well, you and, got confused. We got to get you back on track. And, so. uh, Kurt Russell. Okay, my bad. All right, now let's talk about the movie. Um, the other person I was surprised about was Danny DeVito. I mean, I love Danny DeVito. And I'm watching yeah. right now, I am watching for the very first time, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Are you serious? For, this is the first for time. For the very first it? time. That show is oh. fantastic. I'm almost that show is crazy. Dude. I'm almost through the first season, and it is bonkers. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's not in it yet, is he? No, no, he? yeah, he does. He's he comes in, in like halfway through season one. Oh, I thought he was came later. No, okay. he comes in like halfway through season one, and he is great in that. Um, yeah, but yeah. So Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. When I saw him, man, he is so young in this movie. I w- it was because I because I had literally just watched Always Sunny the the night before, oh, yeah, and then man. I watched this, and I'm oh. like, oh my goodness, what a what a throw. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the movie. <coughs> okay. So. Enough of the actors. Oh, so anyway, my point with Michael Douglas is I think I only know Michael Douglas as old man Michael Douglas. So when I saw him, 
like I didn't know what to think because I, I don't remember I don't have any memory of him being this young in anything that I've yeah. ever seen. And so I wasn't sure how I how I was gonna take to him. But I thought he was great. He's charismatic, I think he's funny. Oh, he's um, very charismatic. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, man. he's really, really good. And I don't really like Kathleen Turner in anything that I've ever it's funny. seen her in. Okay. Funny you say that, because I she was a super hot commodity in the eighties, man. Okay. She was in a lot of stuff. And she was a sex symbol. Like, I mean, she did a lot of steamy type stuff. But, man, watching her in this, I was kind of feeling the same way. I was like, dude, she's just not that good of an actor. No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, she's pretty. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. And I love her voice, by the way. She has one of my favorite voices ever. Yeah, it's a great voice. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, it's a great voice. Yes, it's great. But she is not a good actor. No. And it's unfortunate. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't. Go ahead. Yeah, so. I didn't really. And, and and what I found interesting was, and I guess now that you told me, you know, you're saying that, you know, kind of Douglas kind of wrote himself in towards, you know, because nobody else would do it. I, I expected him to have a much bigger role. And this is really her movie. Oh, yeah. Even though he gets top Definitely. billing in the 80s, you know, you're going to have a, have a man get top billing, unfortunately, still. Always, yeah. yeah. But, um. But yeah, like this is her movie. Like the 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 movie opens on her, you know, telling mm-hmm. her her love story, romance love story, and then her, you know, going to see her producer. And, it, and you spend probably ten fifteen minutes with her before you ever yeah. even see Michael Douglas, right? Um, right. Which uh, which I thought yeah, me, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I was surprised about. So there's so there's a, a big setup that I don't. I still don't know that I fully understand, and I think that's my biggest was my biggest issue with the movie. Um. I'm so confused about everybody. So the <laughs> the police officer. Why did the police officer kill the husband? Uh, you mean like? Because he had. Because the because okay okay so we have okay we have three factions. Yes. We have Danny DeVito and bald guy. Yes, Ira. Cousins. They're yes, cousins. Cousins. Ira. And and they want the map. They want the map. In exchange for. The- her sister, who they have kidnapped. Her sister, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. But then you have the police officer who stabs the guy in her apartment building. Yes. What does he want? He wants the map, too? Yes, he wants the map, too. And I, and he, I believe, is the one who killed her, the sister's husband. Yes, he's, and yes, he's the one that killed. Right. So so they, bo- they both want the right. map, is, I guess is Correct. the point. Okay. 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 Now, now, so I, I, I guess I just missed the motivation for the, for the, because he's a, he's the, the guy who uh, killed her husband. That guy's a police yeah, officer. Yeah, he's the in chief Columbia. of police in Colombia. Yeah. So I guess he's. I guess the it's just the corruption goes deep. I guess. I guess that's. Well, the it was it was um, Colombia in the eighties. So yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. I, 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 I did love her typing up her whole book. And then delivering like this giant package, <laughs> like in an envelope, you know, it's like, here's my yeah, book, man. I'm finished. Uh, which I thought was, I thought was great. Um, so, <clears throat> so yeah, so she goes to Columbia. One thing I really like this movie does is that you would normally get this weird uh, airport montage. You get none of that. She nope. gets, in, she gets in a taxi and then she lands in Columbia. Yep. That's it. And then she gets um, on a bus. I, I appreciate it. To nowhere. And then she gets on a bus, <laughs> which which kind of made me feel like we were in Brazil again. Yes, remarkably. Um, driving down that bus uh, to nowhere. Here's a qu- here's a question for you, Chris. Who's who yeah. sniffs cat food? Oh my gosh, I know. Golly, and she even tells us she's like it's so bumblebee. Now, I will say when she says a bumblebee, it just reminds me of what? 
Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, yeah. Bumblebee was tuna. it tuna you know, or was I, it was it cat food? Well, it is cat food, but cats eat tuna. Well, I mean, cats eat. Oh, wait a second. Maybe it was actually. Oh, wait tuna. a second. You're right. Maybe it wasn't cat food. Maybe she just gave her tuna. I don't know. Like, she sniffed tuna. it awful strong, and I was thinking, dude, she did no. sniff it. Yeah, but I mean, she's kind of she's kind of a she's little a little anyway, no doubt. She's she's very cry. I mean, she's run out of all of the paper goods in her house <laughs> with a note to buy more tissue. Is that just because she cries all the and time? And then blows her nose on the note to buy tissue, which is on the note. And so now yes. she's not going to remember. Yeah, which doesn't really make any sense. Um, no. Uh, again, great voice. I agree. But she, I really had a problem with Kathleen Turner in this movie. I, I never really thought she knew she she was selling me on anything that she was doing. Yeah, that's um, a bummer. Okay, so we get to Columbia. I love the mudslide. The mudslide yeah. was great. So you know, so she meets up with Michael Douglas. You know, they're they're going crazy. I love the mudslide scene. I I would just love to do that in general. I just think that looks fun. And I love that when he gets up, like he's re- like, of course, he lands in between Dude, the legs, which was which was a funny. That is funny one of the funniest position. parts in this movie. Is is yes. the grin on his face when he looks up yeah, yeah, the, and her yeah. leg is right in front of him? He's like, <laughs> and then that's when he goes, "What a day!" He's like, "What, what a day!" day. Started so great. <laughs> oh, I do love it. Uh, yeah, he's he's good. He's funny. He's um, a terrible shot, though. Uh, just saying, <laughs> with that shotgun, uh, he missed. Yeah, about but I mean, he's also times, a shotgun. Literally. Yeah, but it's not a rifle. He he was pretty far away when he started shooting that. Like shotguns, oh, no, no, no. you what you get like 10, 15 Oh, no, feet. no, 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 no. Come on. I mean, I mean as far as like accuracy, I mean, come on. There ain't no sniper with a shotgun. Dude, he was closer. Forget it. Go watch it again. Anyway, I don't know. Whatever. 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 Um so they uh so okay, so we find let's just kind of fast forward through okay. some of the uh, well, no, I, I do want to talk about the bridge. So the bridge is the it was a pretty funny yeah, scene. Yeah, so like the bridge. Um, you know, so so uh, he's gonna hold everybody off with a gun, and she decides to go on the bridge, and she basically falls off the bridge and <laughs> Tarzan. She Tarzans like the, it across. I did with like the, the scene. <laughs> I like it because she 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 grabs the thing and she and she goes across and she just goes straight down, dude. Her legs are straight out, like in sitting oh, position. Oh, she falls and off. She just yeah. hits the ground. <laughs> So good, and she is just like I, she's so defeated. Uh, that is one bit of acting that I thought she did great. I, I thought that scene was hilarious. That was a good scene. Um, yeah, so that was good. Um, I I loved when he, he when uh, she she pays him to take her to Cartagena, and and yes. she like he he grabs her suitcase and he starts dragging it and he just drops it right in front of her like and he walks off. Yes, I love that. Yeah. That was a great. Scene. I but. But 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 that's only made better by a few scenes right. later. Whenever they stop towards the top, and he's like, "Is there anything valuable in right. there? Just <laughs> clothes. Do you have a do you, do you have do you have better shoes? No, so you don't have. Okay, and then he just he chucks it off the side, it, which I thought was yeah. I thought was hilarious too. Um, I thought that was good. I, I I really thought like I really enjoyed Michael Douglas. I actually I will say this. I want to watch the next one now. Jewel of the Nile. Um, yeah. because I'm. I'm invested enough in the story and I enjoyed it enough that I, I would like to see, you know, kind of what happens. Um, I want to talk about the only part of this movie that I really loved though. Like from start to finish, the only part that I really loved was El Guapo. I, was, I knew it. I was going to say, Dude, El Guapo. He pops up. Best. Juan. That guy. Juan. So, so Juan. He's Juan. So, uh, so the guy who plays El Guapo in Three Amigos, our namesake, yes. uh, he shows up in this movie. 
Um, and, uh, and what's funny is, uh, he, he, first off he shows when he, when he first shows up, he's kind of, kind of mean and he's got a gun. Oh yeah. <coughs> and so he, he's basically just El Guapo <laughs> when he first shows up and then he finds out her yes. name. Uh, uh, what's her Joan, name? Uh, Joan, Diane Joan Wilder. Or, oh, Joan, Joan, Joan Wilder? Wilder? Joan, Joan Z, Wilder? This <laughs> Joan Wilder? The, the author? <laughs> yes. Yep. And he's like, "Oh, I love your books." Yeah, everything um, changes from that on. That point on. And from and from that scene all the way through the 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 truck chase. Yes. When he's like, "Who told you I had?" A, when he's like, "Who, who said I had a who car?" Who told you I had yeah. a car? <laughs> yeah. And then he they get the truck. And he's driving the truck, and his face the entire time he's driving the truck is just makes me so happy. Dude, he was he's so doing much a fun. whole tour guide thing. He's like. You see that? You see that house right there? He's driving like you know fifty miles an hour. He's like, you see that house over there? My mother grew up in that house. You see that tree up there? That four tree? My, my brother planted that tree. He's he's great, man. I love El Guapo. He's great, he's man. Fantastic. Oh, he's so good. I didn't recognize him at so first, and I'm thinking, who is this dude? I know this guy, and I was like, wait oh, a man. minute, That's it's right. Three Amigos, man. It's El Guapo. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. I I noticed it immediately. I'm like, I'm like, yes. I actually to my to, in my notes I wrote down. I'm like, now I see why Donnie loves his movie. Oh man, when he because El Guapo. Yeah, man, and El that, Guapo's that, that whole it. chase scene is pretty great. You know, he's like he's driving through yeah. the cornfield and he comes out of it and Michael Douglas goes, why didn't you why didn't you just stay in the field? It was great coverage. He's like, I want to show you this other field over here. He's like, he's like, okay, whatever, man. Yeah, he's oh, a big pick me up in the in the middle of the movie. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. His name is yeah, it's good, Alfonso Arau. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh he is fantastic. He was he was yeah. great. Um yeah, I mean there's a, you know, we could we could talk about more of it, you know, I guess um but honestly like I I think it was really well done. I uh, I like the scene, you know, where they finally uh, you know, he gets her some clothes and they have their little romantic, you know, dance. Yeah. And I thought that was lively and, and really good. I thought they had pretty good chemistry. You know, I, I still, you know, I, I honestly, I think I know it was, um, her movie. Um, but I honestly think she's probably the weakest part of this movie for me. Yeah. Um, I agree. But, uh, but, 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 but even that being said, like, it's not like, I don't, I don't think she, you know, she pulls it like down. She's not like Ray, right. In, uh, in star Wars, she's not that bad. Um, so, uh, so yeah, like I, like I, I liked it. I like kind of the twists, you know, and turns at the end. I love, man. I love when he, and I guess we'll kind of just jump to the end. I love when he shows up with the boat and he's got oh, his alligator dude. skin boots. boots. I thought yeah. was so good. Yeah. He chases <laughs> ah, that crocodile so down. That's pretty great. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. No, it was good. I, and I thought, you know, I, I, I thought it had a great, you know, uh, you know, sweet ending that, that felt like it was deserved, you know, by the characters. Oh, yeah. I didn't feel like, you know, I felt like it was good. And they rode off in the sunset on the back of a truck um, in New York, which which was I thought was funny. Yeah, that's um, a really drawn-out credit scene there. You're just watching this boat drive down the road. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Those are the old those are the those are the old days of credit scenes where you didn't have a lot of CGI, you know, credit <laughs> right. scenes running around. So you just have these pan these old these uh these pan shots, but um I like this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a good oh, movie. Overall, I do too, man. I thought I thought it was funny. I laughed, you know, several times. Most of it, you know, with El Guapo, but um, 
but you know th th there were several funny things you know with with just i there's always a good juxtaposition right it's the uh the city mouse country mouse you know kind of kind of vibe yeah. whenever you throw a city girl into you know um and it, 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 this is also something that indiana jones has in a uh, temple of doom you get that oh yeah you know quite a bit with with indy Willy, um, man and so so yeah, so it's it's a lot of the which is great. That always that always makes for really funny, you know, little moments and things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I overall I thought it was good. Like I said, I I definitely think it's worth watching if you've never seen it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It is not Indiana Jones, so no, don't, not at all. You know, if that, if that's if that like me was your hesitation, don't, you don't have to worry about that. And uh, like I said, I I liked it enough that I I think I want to watch. The uh, the other one now, Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile is so. Is that is is that one? Is it good? It's fine. It's it's good. It's yeah. not. It's not this one, but it's 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 uh, it's been a long time. I might watch it again myself. Yeah, but I enjoyed I enjoyed watching this again. I was a little worried it was going to be a little worse than than that dated, but um, I, I it was a good watch. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. The the one thing that I that I feel like that they never really did, which I would have liked to seen, is they never really deconstruct. I mean, they they kind of do without without, uh, I guess, making it too blatant. But they never really deconstruct her understanding of of like what a man is. Like she has this whole idea built up in her head of like what a man's supposed to right. be. You know, and Michael Douglas kind of makes fun of it a little bit, but they never really. Um, kind of deconstruct that too much uh which which i which i i would have liked to seen uh, a little bit more but um but again i mean you know that's just nitpicking i i had a lot of fun i thought it was a lot of fun i'll watch anything with el guapo in it so. yeah definitely we need to go find yeah. some more el guapo movies i know i'm gonna have to check out his imdb all right man all right um all right, well that's uh, that's it. That's it for movie swap. That is Immortal Beloved, uh, Beloved, and that is Romancing the Stone. Um, those are both. Um, I think um, overall, this may be the first episode that we we could both say we had good movies at least. Yes, this was um, so. my first time to say that. You've <laughs> been able to say that almost every time. I think pretty much. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. All right. So we are we are going to be doing um d doing movie swap uh once a month as well um just like we're doing um you know the rest of our our stuff. And so we we'll, we'll be doing some of these uh we have some uh some really good movies coming up and uh, again the idea is that we we really want to um especially for me I'm I'm really trying to work hard to give Donnie really good stuff so that it's not he's not seeing garbage so just to give you kind of uh, you know some ideas of stuff we're going to be looking at coming up uh we have chef uh which is a john favreau uh cooking movie which i absolutely love donnie has never seen so that's going to be fun um we're going to be looking at the natural we're going to i'm going to be making him watch inside out which i told you which is going to be great yeah. um we're gonna watch uh, mystic river mississippi burning we're gonna watch spider-man into the spider-verse oh boy the so many spider-man so many animated movies made. are my future aren't they you know what they're they're great they're great so there's a lot of good stuff coming up um 
So, uh, so yeah, if you guys enjoy movie swap, you know, uh, stay tuned. We'll be doing some more of these. And, uh, you know, again, if there's any, if there's any movies that you think of that, that we can maybe stop Donnie with that he hasn't seen that he definitely should see, let me know. You can hit us up on Twitter at real amigos, but that's it. Um, we are a weekly podcast. You can subscribe to your podcast service of choice to our show. We would appreciate that. You can rate us there if you would like, and that obviously helps bump us up when people are searching for podcasts that talk about movies. And that's what we do. Um, but, uh, but that's it. And we will see you guys next week. Uh, just as we always do. So for Donnie and for myself, um, bye. Adios. 